The Spin-Off Podcast Network. You're listening to Business is Boring, a podcast that reckons it's anything but. Business is Boring is brought to you by SparkLab, offering inspiration and practical advice to help businesses find their edge. To hear more about SparkLab, including details about the latest events, workshops, and business tools, visit sparklab.co.nz. And now, here's your host, Simon Pound. You're listening to Business Is Boring, a podcast that reckons it's anything but. Business Is Boring is made by The Spin-Off with help from Callahan Innovation, New Zealand's innovation agency. Here's your host, Simon Pound. One of the coolest things about the podcast is when listeners, inspired by the people we talk to, share their ideas for cool products. Just the other day, a friend talked about an idea for an innovative food product, and I was able to tell him about the existence of the Food Bowl, which is there for companies and innovators looking to move from small scale to the big time. He was amazed to learn that there's this facility that's part commercialisation and export readiness lab and part mad scientist workshop where food technologists, scientists and other enthusiastic inventors tinker, explore and create new food ideas. It's an open access service supported by Callahan Innovation and run by the Auckland chapter of the New Zealand Food Innovation Network. We've talked before to people like Angus Brown from Arepa who've been through it So it's super cool to today be able to share a bit more about how it operates and how you could get involved. We're joined now by one of the workshop tinkerers, Campbell Ellison, a food and beverage technologist, and Alexandra Allen, the CEO, who also has a background in making things, working through outfits like Cadbury and Hawley's before study led her into the management of the whole process. Tina Koto, thank you very much for being here. Kia ora. Hey, so um, jumping off first, uh, Alex... What is the actual, how how do you explain if you're at a barbecue and a friend says, so what does the food bowl do? Well, the food bowl is a really exciting manufacturing facility. We have a whole bunch of crazy technology and new and innovative um, pieces of equipment that companies can come in and use and make to, to develop their new products, which we then hope they will export as well. So we, we are lowering the barriers for companies to produce new high-value food and beverage products. Because I imagine it's not a trivial thing to do. You know, if you decide you want to make a new kind of waffle or, or something like that, you know, like, where do you even find the machines? How do you know what's possible? How do you know how things will meld together or not meld together. Yeah, that's exactly right. So we get a lot of uh, entrepreneurs or different businesses who are wanting to do a new product and they come to us, talk to our engineers um, and others in our team about the types of equipment they need to use to, uh, to produce the product and what that process looks like. And then we set it up for them. Um, we, we get all the process ready. They come in for the day and make the product um, with us overseeing what they're doing. And, uh, and then at the end of the day, they can either sell what they've made um, in New Zealand or export it, or maybe it's just been purely for R&D, for research and development purposes. So they're just trialling things and, um, yeah. 
how is it that it exists? Because this idea that there's this workshop with all of this uh, amazing kit and also people that know what they're up to that people can access, you kind of get this, this idea that like a lot of these industries with their own R&D would be quite closed and it'd be hard to get access to stuff. How did you pull it together so it's available? Yeah, a good good question. Uh, it was, uh, and it is quite unique actually around the world because we get a lot of people coming in, um, different delegations from uh, different countries coming in, and they always uh, comment how um, how unique it is. And it was really the uh, government that has invested in it, so it was it was a lot of foresight um, in in the government of the time. Um, in seeing the need to lower barriers for companies to um, commercialise and export products and to be able to develop them. So um, millions, uh, tens of millions was invested in the facility, um, all the equipment and, um, and the staff that we have there and um, by, by the government and, um, and then customers also, clients also pay a fee to, to use the facility for the day. Yeah. Tell me, Gamble, about what's inside like you know what are these um machines for the manufacturing and also like packaging and stuff hey yeah so there's lots of different um kind of more normal and some more unconventional technologies that the food bowl has um so one of the things that um we've recently put in as part of callahan's collaboration is a super critical extraction plant so this Mm -hmm. is using super high pressure carbon dioxide to strip out all the oil from high value high value products and getting out these awesome oils that are just really um, un, undamaged by that extraction process. So it's really good for something that's going to have a lot of bioactivity or a lot of goodness to it. Um, and so that's one of Callahan Innovation's specialties. So it's really cool that we we're able to put this into the food bowl and have customers able to use it. Wow. So what kind of things? Is that how you get like Kanuka oil or, you know, what, what kind of oils are extracted? Uh, so a lot of um, native um, materials have been extracted using these technologies. And um, one of my colleagues is actually a specialist in that sort of area. Um, and so, yeah, we can kind of look at what you get out of that and what bioactivities it might have. So it's really, really cool to just have that available now as a food grade food grade extraction plant. Wow. And so someone comes in and they go, you know, I've been working on this um, skin care because it's not just food as well, is it? It's uh, I- anything that you're able to, uh, you know, some supplements are involved as well. Yeah, that's right. It just needs to be um, food product mm. that, um, that is extracted. Yeah. Right. And so they go, I want to add this to, let's say, my, my supplement that, that I'm doing. And I think Kanuka is really cool. Can you help me actually get it out of the plant and then find a way for it to... Um, meld in with the rest of the things in a way that's not going to settle weirdly or go off and not live on a shelf. Yeah, so that's definitely something that um, Callahan Innovation can do the initial part. They can do the extraction at a small scale down in our lower hut site and then we could formulate it and bring it up to the food bowl when we're kind of going to commercialise it or do bigger trials. Yeah. Yeah. And the amount of kit that's involved, because, I mean... You know, like in the same way that people kind of look at uh, chunks of meat on polystyrene trays in the supermarket and don't kind of really think about the process of what gets it there. It's the same with everything, isn't it? Because you don't look at, um, I don't know, like an extracted corn chip and go, wow, there's probably some really massive and interesting technology behind that to get that funny little worm-shaped bit of corn treat there. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's part of the mystique of the food industry, isn't it? All, all the things that go on behind everything that we eat just um, on a daily basis. Uh, yeah, so we've got over 200 pieces of equipment and technology at the Food Bowl. Um, and they're all discreet. And because every day is different at the Food Bowl, uh, every client that comes in wants to do something slightly different. And uh, because we have so much uh, pieces of equipment and technology, we can enable that. It does mean, though, it's quite a challenge uh, in terms of working with the client on their different processes and products and figuring out what the equipment is they need and how to put that together. So all of our equipment is on wheels and we just move it around in a modular way to set up the process that the client needs for the day. Cool. And is the goal then to work with them just to kind of get proof of concept essentially so then they can go and get their own contract manufacturing yeah. once they've got it going? Or do you do kind of small runs or...? Oh, there's a really wide range of work that we do. So that is, um, that's probably the most common is that companies would come with us for, uh, come and produce with us for a certain length of time until they move on to a contract manufacturer. Or in some cases, uh, they may build their own plant as well, which is, which is great. Or, um, or it might be a company, a larger company um, such as Sanford that is trialing different product um, types with us, which they will then take in-house once they've purchased the equipment to, to do that yeah because it's not just the kit is it because you, you know I'm, I, I've seen a lot of these machines in action and they're amazing and so you kind of go there in the first instance but it's the experience of actually being able to help a company or individual uh, actually work through from an idea to, to a product with the team isn't it yeah absolutely there's a lot of skills that have to be um, gained along the way and I think that's uh, part goes really to the heart of why the food bowl and the food innovation network was set up and that's because New Zealand is traditionally a commodity food and beverage exporter as we all know and we want to um, add value to that um, add uh, value to volume and um, the thing is it does really take a different set of skills um, from making commodity products to making value-add, high-value products. And so at the at the Food Bowl, we can help to upskill companies in how to make those high-value products. Let's talk about some of the companies you work with to make it a bit kind of more real as well. Like um, Sanford are a company that uh, in my day job I've done a bit of work with, and it's really cool to see they have that exact uh idea that you talked about where they're trying to add value to what's traditionally been a primary export that's been commodity and really low value with things like muscle uh, green green gel muscle powder and the like how, right. do, how do they come and work with uh, with the food bowl to take something that has been a commodity and then add a layer of like brand and idea in there yeah, uh, th so I think that um, comes from a really great vision um, from within the leadership in Sanford to uh, to do that um, and to, to really push that forward as um, one of the um, uh, thing, things that they want to do. And um, and so they come to us with um, an idea about what they want to do, like with, with mussels, for example, um, just using that mussel powder um, products that they now have on the market, which also I've been taking actually for the last few months and I can completely endorse that, it's great. Um, and uh, so, so they come to us wanting to do that um, and they can use our equipment to trial, um, change up their processes, use different iterations until they um, perfect the different extraction that, that they might want to get. And then use the scientific services on hand to be able to measure what the bioactivity is and what the different constituent elements are going on. Yeah, so we don't have that um, facility as such, but we outsource it to, to our network, yeah, but for that measurement. 
Hi, this is Toby Manhire busting into your podcast to say please come and listen to our podcast too. Our podcast is Gone by Lunchtime. I'm the host and together with Ben Thomas and Annabelle Lee Mather, we chew over the political issues of the day. It's Gone by Lunchtime. Come and check us out. Spinoff.co.nz. If you love the spinoff, the best way to show it is to become part of the spinoff members. This is the fund that helps us keep free and accessible to all without a paywall. It also funds some of our most important and acclaimed journalism. Check it out through the spinoff. What are some other companies that um, people may have heard of that have been developing things in? I mean, we spoke a while ago to Angus Brown from Arepa, and it was so cool that he'd taken, again, these primary uh, goods, black currants and pine bark extract, and was adding this layer of science and um, and, and manufacturing behind them to, to make this really cool IP-loaded product. Yeah, that's right. Um, so an- another um, another product kind of along that health and wellness vein is um, is one we're working with a, pro- a company called Live Brew and they're making a probiotic beverage and so that has live probiotics within it and they are currently doing clinical trials with their product as well to to show that um, show the benefits that it has um, in terms of gut health and and mood and, and things like that um, so they're they're currently on the market um, Cool. But what are some cool ones you've worked with, Campbell? Um, so we are actually somewhat of a we um, are treated somewhat as a client by the Food Bowl as well, although we're very closely um, interlinked business-wise. So um, we'll be uh, treated. We'll put in a brief, and they'll help us out, kind of sorting out the room and uh, getting us ready for that. And then we'll do a lot of work for customers on behalf. If they uh, don't have the R and D team available, um, they might be a smaller company or they might be a larger company that. Um, needs assistance in a certain area of their research and development. And so we uh, really enjoy working with them and kind of um, upscaling what we do in the lab and kind of seeing what issues crop up there. So um, we've done a lot of um, work with different companies and um, work in the mostly bioactive space and the kind of higher value food. Um, most of our stuff is somewhat bound by um, confidentiality <laughs> so it makes it a bit tricky yeah 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 um, but like, yeah, no, I can't can. tell you until you're going to find out when this great new product comes out <laughs> everyone's going to know about it <laughs> exactly so um, yeah it is a little bit tricky to um, to talk about all the companies <laughs> but um, yeah I can assure you there's lots of stuff going on yeah how, how did you first get into it and what attracted you to that because both of you worked in um, food, food technology uh, before you're taking the leadership role Alex but yeah what, what, what attracted you to it Campbell um, well, when I was, uh, I think, about five, I got um, I got given a baking kit and also a chemistry set. So um, somehow I never killed anybody by getting it all mixed up. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think from then on I was, I was always interested in that sort of stuff, the kind of interaction between, like, food and science. Uh, so it doesn't really surprise anyone that I ended up in food technology. Um, it's just, yeah, surprising that it took so long because I didn't really know what I was going to do at school. Um and yeah, just really enjoyed. I've worked for Teagle and Goodman Fielder in the past and just really enjoying the work that we can do with Callahan, where we are assisting lots of New Zealand businesses to kind of do awesome things and kind of try and increase New Zealand's profitability and the value of stuff that we're exporting. Yeah. How about you, Alex? Um, yeah, I think my uh, my 
Yeah, my story is probably from being at boarding school um, in high school where you don't get the chance to really decide what you're going to eat any of the time. You're just kind of <laughs> given this food. And our food wasn't too bad, um, but I, th- I think it's that case of um, never being able to decide anything ma- meant that I was really focused on food whenever I'd go home for the weekend. So I'd spend the whole week kind of planning out what I was going to eat um, over the weekend, what we needed to go and buy um, from the supermarket to, to make these crazy dinners and things. Um, so yeah, I was just always um, always really interested in food um, and also how food affected the body um, through like sports and things as well, um, which led to me doing human nutrition at, um, at university and then picking up food science after that. Um, and I think, um, so I had a couple of jobs at, um, my first job was at Cadbury Confectionery um, doing the Pascal, uh, Pascal lollies, which was fantastic. I had a, had a great time there. Although six fillings um, later, <laughs> by the time I left after three years, was a testament to the amount of product testing I did there um, on a daily basis. Um, and also at uh, Hawley's Sports Nutrition um, doing product development. Uh, but then when I saw the job at, um, at the Food Bowl come up, I was just really excited excited about it so I started there as the client manager which meant that um, I was working on everybody else's projects basically helping them um, right from the idea stage to actually conception and having a commercial product on the shelf which is just so such such a great thrill um, and and now I'm uh, managing the whole process um, which is yeah that's perfect it's such uh, an exciting job yeah product yeah. development is a kind of magic isn't it, it you is, know to go yeah. from idea to something that customers love and then yeah. you see what 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 exists um t- tell me about who the clients are that you're working with because it's an open access facility but that doesn't mean kind of like just anyone can wander off the street and go i'm thinking about fish ice cream we should make <laughs> fish ice cream you know like what, what kind of at what stage should people be coming to talk to you Yes, yeah, so um, so we work with a really wide range of different companies. Um, so it, it could be somebody who literally just has an idea for something, um, right up to the the larger companies like Sanford. Um, for the for those people who just have an idea about something, we tend to get them to work with a food technologist or um, or to kind of go away and think about it a bit more until they've got something more concrete to um, come to us with um, in terms of like the recipe formulation equipment they want to use that type of thing. And there's some cool stuff going on in terms of not just kind of adding to the the primary, adding IP to our primary kind of production, but using waste streams to do stuff. Hey, Campbell, tell us about your work there. Yeah, so we are actually um, really big on that because there's um, a piece of um, funding which is called the Bioresource Processing Alliance. And so this actually is to support New Zealanders using what we produce more effectively and completely. So we're looking at kind of things that are generally chucked out or sold to at very low cost to stock food or landfilled. Um, and we're seeing what's actually in these things of interest to human health or kind of could be even animal health but higher value. Um, and so we're anal- analysing things and then we're seeing if we do this to them, what can we actually get out and what can we make into a um, saleable product that has higher value. Like so d- we've done d- a double win, like diverting landfill and getting more value. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's it's definitely pretty um, fulfilling to come to work and know that that's like potentially what you can be doing on the day. Um, so hemp is pretty big. I'm sure you've noticed um, at the moment. There's a lot of media attention, and we're doing a lot of work in um, lots of the hemp spaces. But um, I'm focusing more on the food area. So hemp seeds are quite 
quite interesting because they have a high omega-3 fatty acid content. And so um, we're actually working with some of the byproducts from getting that oil and we're turning the hemp meal, which is this kind of cake that you get after you press the seeds, and we're extracting that last residual oil that doesn't really get removed by cold pressing. And then we can turn it into this really high quality protein powder, um, which is, yeah, it's just really good quality and kind of is a much more improved product from what generally is being sold as hemp protein. Yeah, cool. And like it grows like it's called weed because it grows like a <laughs> weed, like super renewable resource to be working with as opposed to perhaps other sources of omega-3 that involve a bit of trawling or whatever it might be. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah, it's really cool to be um, getting these products that are able to be grown in New Zealand because obviously um, we don't grow a lot of soy over here and that's kind of been a traditional plant-based protein source. It's cool. And... Yeah, so what what kind of, um, you know, so if someone's listening at the moment and they're kind of thinking, oh, yeah, that sounds like us. We've got, you know, this uh, drink idea that's uh, a little bit developed but could really use a, some, some expert to go from the small scale to the big scale. How do people get involved? Yeah, they can uh, ring, ring us up and uh, or, se- or send an email and they'll get um, in touch with our business development manager, Al, first of all, and just talk through their idea with, with him. And uh, and he will most likely um, send them off to any other help that they might need um, to, to refine the process and, until they can come in and use the facility. Um, so that, that's generally how it works with companies that um, they will come and use the facility to, to produce the product and iterate and um, change it until they're happy with it and then um, e- export or sell it locally just to test the market and build their business from there. So if you don't know where to start, you can actually ring someone up who'll tell you where to yeah. start in about 15 places, which is the cool thing about kind of the, the introduction economy of uh, the, the Callahan Network as well, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Hey, and um, yeah, well, th- and, and in terms of success, like uh, there's some really cool kind of, you know, products coming out and stuff. Like what, what's success for you two personally in terms of um, working in this field and for, and for the food world more generally? It's really uh, great to see um, companies really moving the dial for their business um, that have that have been through the food bowl. So Arepa is a great example um, with with Angus's company and what he's what he's done there. So he's got a really premium product um, that also you know ticks those health and wellness boxes. Um, and so he he is uh, graduated now. So we call it graduated once um, clients have moved on from the food bowl and um, and is working with a contract manufacturer. And um, and is continuing to grow as exports, and that is a massive success for us. That's so cool. Yeah, I think um, it's quite similar for Callahan. Obviously, we work in a slightly different space on the whole. Um, so we're keen to see companies get into the food bowl or get into a a place where they can start exporting their product that we've helped them work on. Um, we might have given them uh, not necessarily technical scientific help, but more of the business side because Callahan offers grants and offers business workshops and advice, mentoring. So, um, yeah, I think just kind of seeing that business succeeding and doing more of the science and research and development to um, drive their profitability. Ah, that's so cool. So cool to see kind of these ideas being made into action and uh, lovely to chat to both of you today. Thanks so much for joining us. That's Campbell Ellison and Alexandra Allen. Thank you. Thanks very much. Thank you to Alice with Bedell for producing, and thank you very much for having us along in your ears and listening. Cheers.
listening to Business is Boring, presented by Simon Pound. And brought to you by The Spinoff and Callahan Innovation. From The Spinoff Podcast Network, that was Business is Boring, brought to you by SparkLab. Make sure you're following Business is Boring wherever you get your podcasts. And for more information on SparkLab, visit sparklab.co.nz. Ready to rediscover the joys of cycling? With over 300 kilometres of cycle paths across Tamaki Makoto, jumping on your bike and going for a ride is such a fun way to discover the city from a different perspective. Cycling is getting more and more popular across Auckland, so now's a great time to join the hype and give cycling a go. Head to at.govt forward slash cycling to find your nearest cycleway today. The Spin-Off Podcast Network.